Hello. Hey. Well, well, there only two people here. <laughs> Those guys are taking long. Actually, uh, yeah. is washing dishes, moving, cooking. So, uh, yeah. They'll be here soon. All right. You're fine? How are you? Ah, I mean, I'm good. The one is good. How are you? I'm okay. I'm good. Yeah. I, I'm even scared. Have <laughs> you been recording, scared? Re- recording podcasts, it's a pressure. Honestly, <laughs> mm. like, I'm sure he's, he's dried his hands now. <laughs> I'm dried. I've got, I've washed the plates, swept the floor. Mm. <laughs> ah, I'm sorry, it's taking long, man. He's also Today I'm not talking. Today I'm not talking much. <laughs> Wait, how many girls are coming, eh? Uh, only, only one more. Only one more? I don't, oh. Yeah, I don't think Janet is going to make it because she's off late. Hmm. Don't worry, you. You're strong. You're strong, independent. Mm, but you're saying you won't be it. talking. Huh. Hey, what do you want me to say? <laughs> oh, okay. At, at least, like, ask questions or something. <laughs> nothing. You're not getting anything from us today. <laughs> the podcast nothing, is all guys. yours. All yeah, you, guys, you need to ask, like, common questions. You know. If there's one thing I hate, it's textbook questions. I won't lie. I don't like common questions. It feels like my setting because you can simply, like, you know, Google the stuff and learn. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah. others don't Google. Don't you see how they say that for educators? So. <laughs> ah, those people are just backward. Even them. Those are the people that you're allowed to drag anyhow on the scale. But I've come to learn on, on the timeline, you've come to learn. <laughs> educators. Ah, <laughs> nobody. <laughs> Mm-hmm. How are you, man? Ah, I'm bored. They say there's no power here. In <laughs> fact, that's why I may have to be heading out and coming back in to save my battery. Because yeah, it's wild. <laughs> I'm alright. Wow. <laughs> How are you both doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good, my G. Our friends who don't have lot shedding in hey. those areas of Ibex and Morocco must be nice. <laughs> Why is that so salty? Uh, it's dark here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> As we have, like, once every two weeks. Wow. Wait, Must but... Be. Foxdale, okay. I remembered my, my school was there and we also had that load shading problem. What school? See, exactly. Hmm? What school? You know, whenever Muzaya joins, the signal goes. Hi, guys. Yeah. Mm, you guys just can't define How are you, man? Oh. How are you doing? I get that. I've missed you. I died. I missed you. I'm fine. How are you? It's, it's, it's nice to finally uh, be on the podium here. Yeah, it's been. 
I've been, I've, I've actually wanted to be on the pod, but is, is he's talking good? about how if we have to bring Mumbai, it has to be serious. So, so how are you doing? <laughs> I'm good there. This, this is serious. <laughs> no one is talking to you too. I'll I'll just let you know Mumbai's um. No, she's not. Is on. Why is Ruth? Why is Ruth doing good? I want to speak to Ruth. I I'm actually from chasing her because I know she will end up talking. I... Anyway, we were supposed to start this thirty minutes ago, but we were delayed by Chisanga. So ah, me, I didn't know the plan. Point. I didn't know the proper plan. Yes, I'll take the blame, but yeah, I was oh. misinformed. Sanga, do we ever have a plan? How do you think all the things that you are speaking alone? Ah, ah guys. Okay. Ah. <laughs> Just say it. Alright, let's get mm-hmm. to business. No. Yeah, yeah, serious. <laughs> you just know me. Me, I'm a serious account now. Who's doing the introduction? Me, I'm a guest. Ah, mm, okay. so guest can who's singing today? I feel like last time I was entirely judged <laughs> of my singing. It's Zosa's turn to sing, I think. Nobody. Zosa, can I no, pick I the song you're going to sing? Give him a Beyonce song. Halo, yeah, man. Beyonce. <laughs> my Jimmy, I'm a Rihanna fan, so you even know that you can't sing. You just, you know. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like <laughs> you used to Can we just get get going with the force. <laughs> I didn't plan. Do you need me to... Bro, I didn't plan lead. on speaking for this long, so can we just get rolling? Sounds like a little... <laughs> deal with it, man. Deal with it. I'm not your girlfriend. Anyway, uh, just do the introduction since you don't want to sing for us, man. What am I supposed to say? Ah, Mumba. Yes. Is Mumba still here? Oh, she is. Uh, do you feel like introducing yourself to the podcast? Because we haven't even... <laughs> We, we haven't worked on an intro. We're just being honest with you guys. We don't know what we're doing. We just know we do. Ah, Zozo, 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 Steve's embarrassing us. Muzaya, tell me, what, what do you call people who do podcast people? We've got Mumba as a professional and you're embarrassing us. Oh, gosh. Ah. Exactly. You can even pretend at least like we know what you're doing. <laughs> May I say something that you are interested in? You guys have, anyway, it's fine. I won't say much as the most PC person in the group. So, uh, you're the least. <laughs> okay, guys, can you keep quiet? You asked me to be this seriously. Serious. What be? 
Okay, let's let's okay, let's Muzo, yeah. Are you ready? I was going to introduce huh? Okay. Are we supposed to greet each other again? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Hi Mumba, how are you? I am fine. How are you? I'm alright. I'm alright. Are you, you are you guys also writing writing exams soon? I write my exams in September. Pablo, Pablo, ah, catch me, me. like Pablo, Pablo, chop trees with the Draco, Draco, and then hey. Diego say, hey. we go. Yes, can you behave? See, no, I, don't. I just like trap music, man, but I should have ended with like a Playboy cut in it. <laughs> my G. <laughs> wow. Mumba was what? talking to me about serious things. <laughs> Before you just came in <laughs> with your music. Uh, uh, hmm. How can you guys join so fast? Any mm-hmm. serious there, any? <laughs> yeah, time to talk to the serious Muzea. Hello. Yo, how's it, feminist bitch? Hello. Hello. You are- Hello. Hi. Yo, how's it? You can see the names of the people on the phone, yeah? I saw the name of your podcast, Young Illuminati. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Oh, what? What did I read wrong? (laughs) I also forgot to ask. Can you explain yourself? Chisanga, explain that part. Chisanga, they're asking why the name of the pod is Young Illuminati. Oh, why is that the Young Illuminati part? Man, please explain it. Yeah, man, please explain it. Uh, Illuminati has money. So, 666. Ha, 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 ha,
Um, this is Anita K. Hunt. Some people know me as Anne. Some people know me as the feminist witch. Some people know me as the girl they really, really hate on Twitter, who insults men. And what else do some people know me as? The person that blocks them a lot. Hi, <laughs> Zozo. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 I think that's it. Hi guys. Oh, can I also introduce myself? I don't need to introduce myself. You know you. Ah, chief. Yeah. Anyway, guys, uh, for today's episode, we thought we would, uh, would have some guests over. The plan was to have at least three people um, with us today, but unfortunately, those have let us down on that front. So Again. <laughs> again. So yeah, um, basically we've got feminist speech and Mumba as fast <laughs> and on Twitter. Anyway, yeah, so uh, we thought would um, address uh, topics like uh, rape culture. Yeah, rape culture as a topic. Uh, sorry for that. Yeah, we thought would address rape culture as a topic, and um, considering we are still in the learning phase, we we've acquired some knowledge. Um, over the past couple of months, years, and all, but then we thought it would be a great idea to have people who are more knowledgeable on the subject um, guide us through this or talk to our viewers. Oh, speech to our listeners. <laughs> yeah, to our listeners. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. We did promise we'd be having guests over, depending on the people yeah. we're having. Hmm? Okay, this- no, I'll say then you can continue. Yeah, so we did say we'd be having guests over depending on the topic would would be addressing the pod. So yeah, so today we will mostly have like we mostly back 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 I don't know what what, what the word is, but yeah, we'll be at the Yeah, and we let Mumba are you looking for the background? Guys, I'm I don't Okay, let's do this. You leave the podcast for a bit, then you can join us later. No problem, we'll see you. Thank you. So, are we waiting for him or we carry on? He, just he's even better now. No, don't tell me he's ready, but okay. Yeah, uh, you guys can take the floor now. Um, Mumba, would you uh, like no, to start? I think you can start there. Yeah, it would be like, I guess, an open table conversation. Okay. Um, rape culture, where do you even start? I feel like, you know, it's so funny. I'm so used to teaching kids about rape culture, but I do not know how to teach 
guys your age because yeah i feel i've stopped i've i've lost faith in guys your age because i believe you guys have access to the internet you have access to facebook twitter and all these other platforms and if you guys don't understand rape culture up to now it's like it's either you just don't want to listen or you just don't care and so it's very i think it's it's very frustrating to teach me in your age because the one thing i don't even know where to start guys it's like how can i explain rape culture for me the way i explain it to men i try to explain it to men is that rape culture is like racism right it's like a racist system let's for example let's go back to slavery right remember how slavery was like in the sense that there was one group that was better than the other group i mean we still have it today but then it was worse this group enslaved this other group and took advantage of them and they felt they felt they had the right to rape them they felt they had the right to enslave them and kill them then these people fought for liberation and then next what do we have is racism we have systems where police kill young black men and basically the lives of black women and really regarded and that's the exact same thing that rape culture is kind of like right back then men had the right to rape women like there were no laws that could protect women so men felt yay let's rape these women and they would go and rape and no one could speak out because that was the law and they would find a way to blame women because women were not considered human. Mm-hmm. The women fought for equality and even now even though we have certain laws that protect us it still doesn't make any difference. Women are still raped, women are still mm-hmm. killed and when you look at rape culture itself, right? The whole pyramid of rape culture understanding that it's the exact same way how racism there are different forms and different types of um little aspects of racism and little aspects of rape culture that affects everyone so you could post up a tiny little joke and say um like maybe a rape joke saying buy her drinks and then just get it for free like her accepting the drink is basically her saying yes you think it's funny it's like haha very funny it's almost in the same way as someone posting a very racist joke in making the minds of people believe that this person is less than and you have every right to defile their body and kind of destroy it i don't know am i making yeah. sense to you guys yeah 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 so the way rape culture is is that children sorry not children women right women are the most disadvantaged in society when it comes to sexual assault do you know that only about 8% of sexual assault cases are reported meaning there are about over 92% cases out there that are unreported why aren't they some it's because if you guys have ever dealt with a rape case as a former victim myself and a person that works with um victims that when you go to the police the police will do everything in their power to protect the person you 
the person who raped you, they will either try and blame it and say maybe you blame it on you saying you wanted it. They will tell you to think about this person's life that you're ruining. They will laugh at you. And literally, it doesn't matter if this man is poor, if this man is rich. The biggest struggle you're ever going to have is from the police. And I can't even begin to explain to you what it takes for a victim to want to stand up and go and report. It takes a lot. So when you stand up and decide to go and report, and the first thing is that the police doesn't care, it literally demoralizes you. You have no interest. You don't even want to continue with this case. And so it's with the police. It's with the way your family is going to say, but you should know better. Why did you walk down the street at 19? You have every fucking right to walk down the street at 19. If men can walk down the street at 19, why shouldn't you walk down the street at 19? Why should a rapist be walking the street at 19? If he knows he's going to rape people, why shouldn't he be staying at home? If you have literally your workplace, you have literally, you go online and you just got raped today and hear someone saying, oh, here's another gender war. You people don't get tired of talking about rape. There's someone constantly making fun. And it's just this whole system in the sense that the things that we do, rape culture is basically a system that tries to empower and protect abusers and takes away from victims and tries to kill them and completely destroy them. Yeah, I think I'll end here for now. I think Mumbai can continue. Um, I just like to like comment probably on the part where you say you go to the police station or before you even go to the police station and you maybe tell your mom. There's the whole okay for me right culture. What I've seen is most of it. Its foundation is victim blaming. We don't really yeah yeah. The abusers never take account for what they do, and it's always the victims that have to take the insults, the slut shaming. Why were you outside? Why were you here? There's always a why or a but. There's never, it's not your fault. There's always, why did you do this? But if you have, you always give, we always give um, the rape victims precautions to take, but we never give the, the abusers precautions. It's always what the rape, what the rape victim did wrong and not about the abuser not you shouldn't be raping people so then like she said a person gets raped they come back maybe they they get their phone and they go through social media they check or they try to like we the way we had i don't know if it's okay to mention it the rape list we had two people who came out Mm -hmm. and like they said that they the boys didn't actually rape them and all of a sudden, the whole rape list, people just threw it to the trash and were like, okay, since two people came out and said it's wrong, the whole list is wrong. So you can imagine the brave women that came forward and said, and mentioned their rapists. And it's not like you can just mention a name out, like, you know, like it's something easy to do. It takes a lot. People take years just to come to terms with the fact that they were raped or they were assaulted or I don't know, whichever term you'd like to use. So I guess... I think that's very true and I think how those um those two women came and said no this wasn't the case you know in my experience the one thing that I've come to learn is that 
I know people like saying, yeah, there are false reports, but guys, it's very, very rare that you find false reports. And even the thing, yeah, and even the same false reports from the work that I have done, you'd end up finding that it's, for example, mm-hmm. you you and your boyfriend have sex all the time, right? Like this yeah. story, uh, the Nigerian story that came out the other day, where this girl went to her boyfriend's place. I mean, I, I don't know, out of town with her boyfriend on her on his birthday, and then um, they had started having sex. Then I think mm-hmm. she stopped him at some point, but then he just continued. And so to her, it was very mm-hmm. because. Oh, we always have sex. So to him, it was consensual. To her, it wasn't. So in such cases, there are women like her who come out and say, you know what, that was rape. Then they have this whole conversation and he's like, he makes her feel like, uh, makes her feel bad that he's about to, she's about to ruin his life with this accusation when he really had no idea. And most of the, these women would be like, you know what, maybe it was false. And at times it is, it's even society. Society will come and tell people like are you sure are you really sure it was rape are you really sure continue going with it like the girl who made the list she didn't do anything except make the list and all of a sudden people are bringing up lawyers to her threatening her family for just making the list you can imagine people who actually name their rapists what they go through what their families go through if someone can just get that much hate just for making a list just a list It's it's actually a lot, you know. For I've I've once been like sued a couple of times because yeah. I think first started I was very, you know, like when you like when you choose to want to help victims, they just yeah. like this thing in you that wants to jump and help everyone. So when I first started. I wanted to like when people tell me their names, they'd be like you tell, and I'd go out and tell, and it would end up biting me in the ass until. I had to sit down with a lawyer and we discussed and we had to find better ways to kind of help victims and ensure that if we are naming uh, the abuser, there has to be proper evidence and we also have to be protected. So everyone who wants to stand up and help victims and wants to make uh, this list, I've always said, go anonymous. Protect yourself in the sense that no one is ever going to find you. No one is ever going to assume it's you. Just have a friend who's living in Canada, tell them to create an account for you so that if they're going to check for the IP address, they're going to check for a Canada IP address. And how is the Zambian police going to arrest someone in Canada? So that way you're, you create a list that ensures that you're able to tell all these stories of these people and you're able to help them. Yes, they are for sex accusations, but like I said, it's extremely rare. And most of the times I've been in situations, I think, I remember the last list, was it the one for last year? When names came out, there were some people who came out and said, this is false, this is such a lie. I have had girls come in DMs before and tell me this person raped me. So you can imagine almost like three or four different girls come and say this person raped me. Well, people are saying, no, this is a false report and people actually do believe that's a false report. So it might be a false thing for one girl, but it might be true for so many girls. When you want the the scene, but just because the person has a good reputation, I think it's like the way we see Americans complaining about, like, you know, the white footballers in, in universities and all that, who don't, you know, have any punishment that goes for them 
after they rape someone or they, they are being racist. It's easy for them to get out of it because, oh, he's got a good reputation. He can't do that. He did it once. It won't happen again. Such stuff. So. Yeah. That, that's actually very true. And it's I've had situations where people I know and people I could have vouched for mm-hmm. ended up being uh, thingy, abusers. And as a person who works with victims, I've come to understand that it could be anyone, guys. It could literally be anyone. I once went out on a date with this guy who was so amazing and so sweet to me. He ended up being on the list. And I didn't even question it because one person can be so sweet and nice to you. Okay. And they could be a complete on, monster on to part, another person. Maybe let me ask so, people, because like, I know most of the listeners are on Twitter and they've been seeing what's been going on. In cases where, um, what did I want to ask? <laughs> In cases, <laughs> sorry guys, I'm trying to remember the question. It was at the tip of my tongue. <laughs> mm. <laughs> it's about the victims. Oh yeah. How do I phrase it? Okay, when I remember our phone, I think Zozo edit this part out. You can keep on sharing. Okay. Um I feel like I want to mention how guys really need to start talking about sexual assaults. Like, you guys have to sit down, especially boys, you have to sit down and start talking with your boys and question. understand what consent is. How? Uh, okay. How how best do we approach the topic? Because there are times where... With not friends? only with our friends, but like with everyone. Mm-hmm. There are times where um, a guy would want to speak on, on the issue and the feedback he might get is he doesn't relate to the situation. So... How best do you approach the topic? Um, in my in in my circles, right? I can give okay. When I teach kids, right? I can maybe give the best example when I teach kids. Um, I always have to kind of get where their mind is at, and I think that's the best way you can start. So I ask questions like. Uh, because my focus is basically to teach them about rape culture and make them understand how harmful it is and how it not only affects women, but it affects men too. So you could start with conversations maybe, if it's with guys, say something, ask yourselves, when did you guys lose your virginity? Who did you lose your virginities to? The majority of men it is to older women. And that's such a huge problem that we never want to talk about fight. And start understanding that they're laughing and like, guys, how would you feel if we were women and we are 15, 18 and losing our virginity to 22-year-old men? Like if girls are sitting about and talking about how it's completely horrible that men are, like older men are, don't you feel we were also preyed on? And isn't it, if we continue being quiet about abuse, we make it worse for young boys. What happens to a five-year-old boy who's being sexually abused by a 20-year-old woman? How is he ever going to speak out if we don't speak out? The women have a chance. They're speaking about it. So if a five-year-old girl tomorrow comes to say, man uh, or that man raped me, the women are going to believe this child and try to help them. But if a five-year-old boy comes out and says, 
and your maid touches me, we're just going to laugh and say, oh yeah, that's what you deserve. But you also have to understand your sexual experiences, the ones that aren't even sexual experiences because that's statutory rape, end up affecting you guys too. They affect the way you see consent. They affect how you see women. They also affect how you completely see yourself. So you have to start with simple conversations. Talk about sex. Sometimes you ask, she still wants this. If she's, are you sure she's, she was afraid that you would maybe do something to her or you to her? Just have very simple conversations and you don't have to start big. You just have to start small. And from there, that's how it all starts to completely talk about it. There's so much information on social media. Just information there to kind of help guide you guys because trust me, the last thing you want is to find yourself on some list. You you don't want to be that guy. You want to be that nurse with consent and they're saying, uh, but this one, the way he acted, this is the way he treated me. Like the way I've been seeing people post, men posting, do better gentlemen. I know about five guys who raped girls who are saying, do better gentlemen. So I'm here, I'm like, who, do better. What, what is better if you yourself are a rapist? Because it doesn't make and any also, sense. like, as guys, I guess the moments where you, obviously there's just that one guy you know who probably cracks crack such jokes. I feel it starts with dismissing the jokes. You can start by not laughing at it and you can ease into it because, you know, you can just don't laugh at such jokes or don't tolerate such conversations, maybe marinating the girl. You know, there are those topics that come out with certain guys or maybe they'll post a playful meme. Those playful stuff, to them, they may tell you, I'm just joking, but really deep down, that's how they feel. I mean, if you don't relate to it, why are you posting it like that? So I feel it starts by dismissing their jokes. Start start having these open table conversations when you meet up. I know it may be awkward sometimes. I don't know where to start from, but normalize it. Yes. advice from Paul. Because the the story how relationships you think it's it's almost right you can get but you watched in a porn movie how he probably slapped her and you think oh this is gonna be so hot and then you slap her too and you think that's hot I feel if you want any advice in porn go and watch porn meant for women and it'll probably show you for women and directed by women and it'll probably show you how women want to have sex with you and it doesn't woman if you continue asking her is this okay do you have do i have consent and if you don't want if you feel as though it's true do i have consent and silence means no so only yes means yes so if she's quiet sit down listen her to do anything she doesn't want to do and it should also be the same for you because you have to understand if you create um a situation where you listen to her she's also going to listen to you this is uh, there's a table i was seeing that said uh the signs of how you know uh 
someone is ready for sex. Like someone just having uh, a wet vagina or a hard dick doesn't mean consent. That means it's just how your bodies react. Like just because your dick had that, that you is until you say yes, I want to have sex with you. You've consented. And on that, and she's wet. Uh huh. On that part, I actually read something about. Oh, mm-hmm. she's gone. Hi guys. <laughs> Hello. I missed get the. Huh? Uh, Mumba, I think you can yeah, carry on. on. Wait, 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 get uh, okay. carry on, Mumba. I wanted to like comment on the whole the signals like you know that maybe people take as consent or she's enjoying it, which probably obviously she's not. And most actually, almost every girl I can say it's just part of the body. She may even orgasm during the abuse. So I feel that's where some guys also feel they didn't actually maybe rape her or something because it's normal for the body to react like that. And that's why most girls even feel... Those of you do. <laughs> that, that like, they, they orgasm during... There's the nothing practice. I can do about my dog barking, bro. Mumbai is talking, keep quiet. Yeah, the orgasm during the abuse, and you find that adds on to their, to the guilt that they feel, and to them in their mind, it's like I actually felt this way during, the, the you know the rape. So my confidence is invalid. You know, I'm not a victim because I felt like this, and my body reacted like this. So when a girl, as she said, can be wet, her nipples can react a certain way. It doesn't mean that she's 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 enjoying it. That's what I wanted to put up across. Yeah. So you guys just have to do better, honestly. Not just by women, but also by yourselves. Like, you know, the thing I always teach my kids is that <clears throat> the thing about rape culture is that once you dismiss rape, you tell the rapist it's okay for them to continue raping. And so... You don't mm-hmm. tell them it's okay for them to continue raping, but it's okay for them to rape you too. And that's the message you send out to every other rapist. So that so you one day someone rapes you because you made it seem it was okay for someone else to be raped. So you have to create this environment where you say no to rape to everyone. So when you try and stop rape for women, you also stop rape for men. So you have to listen to women. You have to understand consent. You have to start this conversation with your friends. You're always saying, let's do better gems. When are you going to, when's the let starting? When are you really going to start all of this? So start the conversations. Like, meet up. You guys joke about the men men's conference. Actually sit down with men and teach them because there are some men who just don't understand. And so just... There's a whole new generation coming up and you guys don't want to be that generation that laughs at rape. That's um, basically, uh, what's this? Creates this environment for where young boys are going to keep on getting raped. And like, you know, 
like I don't know if you guys saw the defilement reports, right? For the first quarter of 2020, about 133 cases of child abuse cases in Zambia, and only three were boys, while the remaining 330 were girls. And I can tell you now, it's not that there were only three boys. It's because there's this thing about people not caring about boys, boys' abuse. And when I mean people, I mean men, because you've normalized it. You laugh at it. You don't care about it. You don't talk about it. You don't consider the lives of these young boys who need you people to stand up for them. If I say stop raping boys while men are still laughing at rape, it's not going to change anything. When you guys also stand up and say, stop raping us, start listening to our stories, that's when younger boys are going to stand up and actually start speaking out. There was a time um, one of the centers recorded the highest number of boys who had been sexually abused, which was, I think, 10. And the reason why it was that high when it's usually one or two was because one boy talked about how he was being sexually abused by this man and seven other boys who were also this man's victim stood up and said, wait, I'm also being sexually abused. So you mean what's been going on to me isn't right? So the only people who are going to save those young boys, the only people who are going to help men who are being sexually abused is you guys, it's not us. So you guys have to do this for yourselves, for women and for everyone around you. Because like I said, you no rape, you make it okay for them to rape you. Um, I have a question as well. Okay. Um, I was having a conversation with my friend today, actually, and he said, you know, um, it's also, it starts from when we're kids, basically, the way boys and girls are raised, you know, mm-hmm. girls are, you know, they're more accountable to girls to do this, girls to do that, girls let boys be boys. So do you think beyond having conversations with each other at this age, the way we raise as children is also a big factor in the way we approach things? Because being raised in that way may make a boy feel he's entitled to whatever he wants. That is true. The way you raise boys is actually, it, like I've seen it with, because usually when I host rape culture classes for children, the classes are from six to 18. So they're in all in different age groups, and I see the entitlement. I see young boys telling me they have every right to rape their girlfriend because it's not rape. Because if you if you say that you're going to be my girlfriend, I'm entitled to your body. They feel entitled to how you dress. They will blame mothers for children getting raped. They just feel extremely entitled. And the one thing I would say, children, adults, we are a reflection of the people who raised us. So we adopt, especially when we're young, we adopt the views of everyone around us, especially the people who raise us. And then as we grow up, we slowly start to unlearn. So the exact same way boys are taught to be boys, it's the exact same way we are taught as girls to prepare for rape. When you're three, they sit you down and tell you, listen, no longer sitting on your dad's laps. Don't go and jump on uncle thing. The moment your breasts just start to pop up, they're like, listen, don't be sitting next to your brothers because the day they rape you, don't say anything. And so already when girls are young, they're already taught that the men in their lives, that the men in the world are going to be violent towards them. And it's their duty to ensure that they protect themselves. They don't sit boys down and say, listen, you're growing up. 
And you have to understand that no means no and yes means yes. You have to understand that you're accountable for your decisions and you have to treat everyone around you with respect. You are not entitled to women's bodies and you do not think with your dick. What you think with is your brain and you have to treat everyone with respect. And that's just the thing. So you guys, it's you have to willingly choose to unlearn all these things. You have to choose to be better. You have to, like this is what I said, there's some friends of yours who it's so ingrained in them. And this is why they might not listen to me as a woman, but they may listen to you as men. Mm-hmm. I have this, like I said, I have these classes, right? And it's, at times it's so hard to get to these young boys because I'm just a woman. Well, some truly understand I've noticed where if I bring in a man in my class and then he's able to talk to these boys, they see it, they're like, huh, if this man I look up to, this man who has a great job, this man who's very articulate is telling me that raping girls is bad and I have to treat girls bad, I have to listen to this man. So it's easier for men to listen to you than it is for us. And that's why it's your duty. You have to, like I said, after having these conversations, you have to choose to unlearn. Read these books. Um, there's there's so many books out there. There's like a book I always recommend whenever we have we have this program where we talk to victims uh, of sexual assault. And the first thing we always teach them is to read this book called The Nowhere Girls, where these young girls address rape culture in their school. And you find so many girls talking about how these boys feel entitled to so many things. And there's so many girls who've been assaulted and can't speak out because that's how the system is like. And that's America. So if the system is like that in America, how's the system here in Zambia? Yeah. And it, you can also like, notice when it comes to like the tolerance levels in men, you guys really tolerate a lot of BS that comes from your side onto women. Probably every day you go out, you see maybe one, at least one girl getting harassed. You see her getting cut caught by bus drivers. You see her getting insulted, but you just bypass because, oh, it's none of my business. You can start there. It's okay, like, it's okay if, if the bus driver maybe insults you for it or whatever, but the fact that you stood up for someone, the fact that you told that she matters and what he did was wrong, you'd at least give her that sense of, oh, there's someone who who's at least who at least cares, there's someone who's out there looking out. You know, don't just let little things pass by, even in the household. Your sisters get slut-shamed or your sisters are told their places in the kitchen. They need to serve the food. They need to do that, this and that. Well, I mean, Chisanga came on and it was like your friend cooking, so that's nice to hear. <laughs> but maybe with your cousins or whoever who you may know, it may be someone you don't know, but you can at least start there with the little corrections. You, I mean, you don't have to get in an argument with them and all that stuff. And also, I need to speak on guys scoring. Mm-hmm. The whole... The whole... Where you praise each other for managing to get a girl. You praise each other for managing to sleep with a girl. It's like, oh, I slept with her. And all of a sudden... It's like something to congratulate him on, take him out on, and all that stuff. It starts there. So it's like, once you start praising people for sleeping with other people, you know, they grow They grow this thing of, oh, it's like you're keeping a tab on bodies, and it's like a trophy stash. So 
they may it I think it also encourages this whole rape culture thing that's yeah. going on because you'd want to increase your bodies, you'd want to impress your men. You like you not even realize that you're from hurting someone, you're from raping someone, and you just so that you can increase that 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 number. And that so okay, that's actually sure. considered rape when you um when you have sex with someone under uh what's this false pretenses or you try to coerce them, mm-hmm. it's actually rape and people can actually sue you for that. It's like you guys just have like listen, go out and have sex. No one is telling you don't have sex. All we're saying is let it be consensual. Mm-hmm. Let the person understand that you also want to have sex with them. And also what Mumba was saying about how when you stand up, um, when you stand up for women, don't expect praise for it. Don't say, ah, but me, you see, I fought with a man who tried to rape a woman. No, you did mm-hmm. the decent thing as a human being. Don't expect me to throw flowers at you because I've also done the exact same thing. Have I asked you to give me hmm? So I've got a question on that, on that part. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys, the way you put it, of course, we do not expect to be patted on, on the back or, or standing up for what's right. But then, uh, from to play devil's advocate, most people also find it um, insulting to see, to see, uh, to see girls demean every effort, every effort to make, uh, to try and make society a better place. You see, guys standing up for girls. Then uh, the next thing you're tweeting is, um, no, you just can't say this. But at the time, they're, tra- they're doing their level best to try and sensitize the people around them on rape culture. But then they go on Twitter and find girls trolling them. Sorry, what did you say? I got a call. <laughs> okay, I'll just sit this one out. My neck is bad. I'll sit this one out. Okay, no, I think I heard what you meant, but you know what you sound like? Imagine if right now with what's happening with the Black Lives Matter, a white person says, Yeah, but me, I opened my house to black people. Why are you trying to say that my efforts are not enough? Why are you trying to call me a racist? Why are you trying to say all oh, white people are racist when you saw that me, I did this nice thing? No, no, no. Yeah. You're taking it out of context. What, what, I'm like, I do not have this, let, let it just be known, I do not have this view. I'm just trying to express the views most people do yeah. have. Um, Like I said, I'm playing devil's advocate. What it's like, the way these people see it is that, say the Black Lives Matter protests, you've got white people protesting with black people as well. They're not doing it to get patted on the back. They're doing it because they think it's right. But then imagine if black people start coming out and saying, um, no, you can do more than just protest with us. You can do, you can, you can do a lot more and start. Because you can. Let me explain. To you why it's no, so important. Listen, Muzea. You are. Wait, you let me, are. Let me listen. Let me explain to you. I understand where you're going. You are a man. You are a man. I am a woman. You are in a position of privilege. Okay. You will. You have more access to finance than I will ever have in my entire life you have more access to spaces because you are a man so you can do more i with all my feminism with all my connections i can never do as much as you can because you have access to space the exact same way you you have male privilege in the exact same way white people have white privilege 
they can do so much more than just say black lives matter than go and march to they have access to money they have access to funds so they have to do more the exact same way you guys have to do more but listen listen still playing devil's advocate by the way um what yeah yeah you're looking at it from the potential like from the potential that we we do have uh, and that we do get from male privilege that's just potential but then what 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 most people do uh, seem to forget is that most like the average person on twitter is maybe a second year third year uni student this person just sits in in his in his room the whole day um scrolling through the timeline so when when the at the time when they do decide to start posting and sensitizing their peers who they do know have rape tendencies at the time that's all they can do they do not have a stackload of money where they can say all right i'll start uh, raising this campaign mm-hmm. to TV, or start going to these places in order to help people you, you also have to understand that okay. at the time that's all they can do even though it might seem like a little dave did quote they dave does this, uh, did say something about small steps are better than no steps we're not we're not saying that as guys um male privilege isn't a thing it is a thing we've acknowledged and we've acknowledged that society is wrong for for making uh, women feel so uncomfortable in their own skin however we also do do try to say we we shouldn't be ridiculed for trying to make the small the small steps that we can at the time this this isn't Listen, can, I, can i say something okay mama you can speak uh okay as one of the people who was telling men to do more than just say we need to do better gents for me how i see it is we've had this conversation okay like i said most of the listeners are from twitter how i see it, we've been having this conversation for years on twitter we've been talking about it do better gents we've seen those tweets i have seen them and i never used to say anything but it's really tiring when this topic comes on the timeline next thing you know one week later people forget about it no one is talking about how there are rape victims out there men will just say it for now that is trending you bring it up you talk about it you write your i don't know your five sentence your five your five worded you know sentence talking about we need to do better we need to do better okay you need to do better you said that what are you doing to do better that for me personally when i say i'm tired of seeing that tweet i'm tired of seeing men you know saying the same things over and over again like it's a chorus what are you doing exactly yeah and that's that's what so that's what you guys i need that. to see you doing let me ask your question let me answer your question you're saying people who don't have money let me tell you my ngo right is basically funded by students okay so it's students young female students who are from first year to fifth year who go around looking for clothes to donate to the children that we help with our NGO it's young female students who go around who would say listen i have like a 200 kwacha this month can i send it for for you guys to help you with period poverty look i can't come for the match but can i even send a 50 kwacha is that enough to help but no this look, no, no, have no, no money no, they will go no, and help look uh-huh. this, now that you've talked about it i feel it's easier if you guys do tell people what they can do because it's not every guy who will say oh okay if if i've got a couple of clothes that i can give away or if i've got a 50 kwacha that i can send to help and 
period poverty, this will be me actually doing better. It's it's easier if you guys give me, people the me... steps they can follow if they, if they really want to do better than just uh, rushing to shame them. Say, oh oh, you just can't say you're doing. You're going to do better. You're going but to do better. You're decent human beings. What would you do if Black Lives Matter was happening? Wouldn't you stand up and start fundraising? Wouldn't you stand up, go and fight in the streets? Wouldn't you find up when, wanting to talk to different people to try and help you? If you were dying today, the thing is, you don't have to look at it and say, women versus men. You have to look at it and say, that is me. When you see a woman being raped, think that is me. What would I want? And, for someone to and you're saying that we are in the better position to talk about it. Why not? Like she said before, when she's teaching the kids, the kids listen to the men that she brings over as guests because they look up to them like, oh, there's a strong man who's here. There's this guy. I want to be like him. The, the, man, the words the man removes are, are telling them, don't rape, don't do this. But when she was saying the same stuff, they weren't listening. To be honest, on Twitter, she's an example I can give. She's been talking about the same topic over and over and over again. And when I tell you not to throw roses at Musea, but when Musea spoke up, Musonda, you guys, when you guys spoke up on Twitter, when we were speaking before, no one was speaking out like that. Once you guys came online and you spoke out, that's when the men, or the majority of the most of, some of the men, let me say, came online and all of a sudden, they were saying we need to do better genes. When we were talking about it for years, they weren't saying it. Once you guys stepped up and you told them, and you told them what was going on, you explained to them. All of a sudden, all of them are talking about we need to do better. You guys are the same, like you guys, you know, you relate. So it's like, oh, I mean, Musea is this guy. Yeah. Musea talks about soccer. I would like to be like Musea. I would like to be politically correct. You, politically correct. you know, <laughs> yeah, like no, so they look up to you guys indirectly and they're like, if Musonda, the Twitter celebrity is speaking like this, then I will also speak. No, that, that's, that's the question I mm-hmm. have. That's the question I have. How, okay, like for me personally, I spoke to Muzay about this the other time and he decided to laugh uh-huh. at me. Muzay, I want me. To, you know, go deep into that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like, okay, personally, for me, how, how do you go from being like Zozo to immediately switching to, you know, speaking like this? Yes, I say, I'm for there are certain things that... Sorry, sorry to cut you for Zozo. Say, huh? feminist witch has Musonda blocked. So how is, mm-hmm. how is he going... For being a troll, so how is he going to go having... You know why he's... Image? Because no, no, we're not talking him. about why you blocked him or anything. We're just... This, this is our point of view. <laughs> Look, how is he uh-huh. going to go from being perceived as a troll to somebody who, who wants to sensitize people and be taken seriously? That's, that's also one of the biggest problems out, out there. Men rebrand themselves every day. It's so easy, guys. Twitter is easy. You guys, if you know how to gain followers, if you know how to make tweets trend, it's so easy. Go just and post a tweet saying, listen, I have reevaluated my life. I want to be a better citizen. Yes, I'm going to be joking. I'm going to be laughing. I'm going to be doing one. But I understand that this is bigger than me. And if I am trying to live into a world, if I want to live in a world that is safe and free and equal, I have to start now because like uh, James Baldwin once said, the world that I wish to live in will not exist until I create it. So, um, okay. But like, 
Muzea's Muzea, like asked you, he's like, how does someone go from there to that point? So, Musonda, I saw you tweet about how a year ago you wouldn't be tweeting that. How did you go from, yeah. you know, point A to point B? I would like to know. <laughs> that, okay, like, I, as I was saying, I'm speaking for myself. Mm-hmm. I've made a few friends <laughs> in this time, as I mentioned, Janet and the like, who talked to me about certain mm-hmm. things. And I'm saying things <laughs> differently, but that's not the point of this podcast. I'll mm-hmm. talk about those things at my own time. I'm talking about like other people. Like, how are they supposed to do that? Have you, they can go about it the way you went about it. You learn from people. I mean, you just open up your minds. There are people who are educating people, others are educating people on the timeline day in, day out. If you, if you just decide, like, okay, let me try giving it a shot. Let me try opening up my mind. Let me research, not only learn on the TL, because, you know, people aren't there to teach you. Let me also give it a shot. Let me try researching. You watch YouTube videos. Just give it a shot one time. Because I know most people, it's that thing of where they don't want to give in. Probably, you know, most people hate feminists. So it's for the fact that feminists are up, are up for this. Meaning I have to be against it. Because what feminists are up for is hatred towards men and all that other stuff you get. And then when someone you know gets raped, who are you going to go to for help? The same people that you fucking hate because they are the ones who have been speaking about it and collecting information. You, you know how you guys can help? This is what you do. Like you said, yeah. uh, for those people who have, who've had a hard time, who were trolls and they want to change, just tweet about it and say, look, guys, I may have upset a lot of you and I was uninformed and I want to be an informed person and I want to do better. How will that help? And I apologize. Listen. Yes. That's the problem. Huh? If someone tweets that, people will People come at them again. No, no, no. Listen, people will be angry. If you treated people horribly, your job is to ensure that you change, that you treat, like, people are allowed to be angry once they are done being angry. You have to prove to people and say, look, I'm actually here to help. And this is where you start movements, guys. Like I've said, you want to help women? The best way you can ever help women is start with your friends. Create this conversation. Start these talks. Start a WhatsApp group where you bring up the men and you say, we're starting a WhatsApp group where we teach men about consent. This is for three weeks and we're going to be reading books. You can even start a book club if you want, where you read about books that teach about consent and you explain such kind of situations. You can volunteer. There are so many NGOs. I know someone yesterday who just started an NGO that will be focusing on young boys. You guys start an NGO. There are so many orphanages you can go and volunteer at. Start these small steps. There are so many things out there for you to do. You can literally Google them and they're there. You see there are so many people talking about period poverty. Join them and say, guys, can I donate a 50 kwacha? I don't have a lot of money. Fuck, even donate a 10 kwacha. It will go to something. Whatever you guys, if it helps in a long way. You see there are the women's, we have matches. There's a women's match. Stand up, go and match for women. It's the little things. Like, I'll give an example. I was extremely homophobic when I was growing up, right? But I changed. And how have I done, what have I done to atone for it is basically to help the LGBTQI community because I want to be better. I learned to be better. And I believe that they are human and deserve to love and there's nothing wrong with that. And I don't take over their movements. What I try to do is support them is give them a platform and try and protect them. This is why when you see women are being raped 
and there's so, women are being dragged. There's so many things like that. Stand up, talk, help them because there's so many women who cannot talk. So many women who aren't scared until you guys show them and the world is listening to you. The world is ready to help you. Just come out and whatever time you're ready will help you. And it's not just women. Like I said, you're also helping so many men. And the way you said you were homophobic yeah. before, yeah? I mean, almost everyone who was raised in Africa or maybe this specific Zambia, we didn't, we want, okay, me to be honest, I wasn't taught the whole feminism. I wasn't taught to, you know, you can dress how you want. You can do this and this. I was taught, oh, cover, cross your legs when you're mm-hmm. around, guys. Do, I was taught certain mannerisms that were... I don't know how to explain it, but those mannerisms were there just so that I can avoid getting raped or I can avoid getting defiled or, so, or whatever word you can put there. So I, you just take it upon yourself. Don't expect people on the internet or women to come and educate you on these things. Start with yourself. When you're bored or you're not doing anything, you're just watching TV, go on YouTube, like I said. Teach yourself. Don't wait for someone or oh, the feminist which is going to come give us a thread. Or oh, the girls are going to come again. And No. Start with yourself. Once you teach yourself and you help yourself and learn those, those traits that you are taught, like women are supposed to do this. Women are supposed to serve you. Women are supposed to do this and this. Then the path is just going. That's true. You could also do... You saw that thread that came up where people were like... Um, buying her drinks is not consent. You could start conversations with guys and say, guys, what's some of the toxic things that we were taught that we have and learned? And so many of them are going to come up and see, okay, if these guys are speaking out, even if there are five people, you will make a difference because those five people, not 10 people. Those 10 people, no, 100 people. And before you know it, you've helped over a thousand people. Um, okay, you guys have talked about like rebranding, but uh, I'm curious about like keeping the conversation alive, basically, because um, our culture, our generation, were like you know, like, if I can say like a bubblegum generation, you know, we just chew stuff up and spit it mm-hmm. out immediately. Yeah. Like, if it's music, you listen to an album for one weekend and forget about it. Mm-hmm. A movie, you watch it once, forget about it. So even like these topics, like whether it's this with rape culture, racism whatever it is, we talk about it every day once it starts trending for like a week. We forget about it for a month until the next high-profile case comes up. So like, mm-hmm. keeping, how do you keep the conversation alive? Because like, in as much as people will talk about it every day, and a lot of people will see it, and they'll just basically start blinding themselves to it, like, oh, he or she is talking about this again. I'm just ignoring it. Oh, he's talking about this again. I'm just ignoring it. So how do you keep that alive and keep people engaged and listening? I mean, uh, it's not like, okay, since you're like people, the people listening will probably be starting off. It's not like we're asking you to post it every day because we know that you, you know, you, you like, you, you like other stuff. You've got other interests. So you can post it once in a while. You can, whenever it just comes up, and you, you have to live it, not only post it. You can keep it alive by living it because the more you, you keep engaging in it, let's say the way I give an example of harassment, I know guys see girls getting harassed. 
don't ignore once you do that you'll be keeping it 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 will be fresh in your mind like oh a girl got harassed today you probably be feeling the emotions of if that was me you know you'll be feeling it like no one deserves to be to be treated like that and the next time the topic comes on the tea you probably have done enough research and it honestly speaking it's i don't and maybe <laughs> oh i do have one you know, question are you Wait, let me answer his question. First thing you should know is that there's always rape every day. You know that in Zambia, every three minutes, 17, every three hours, 17 seconds, a child is raped in Zambia. Every day, for me, it's not like a month. Every day I see a story of a woman getting raped. Why? Because I follow so many different accounts. So look for those accounts that specifically work on talking about FGM, talk about child abuse, follow them and you see that there's literally a story every day and through seeing those stories and highlighting them and talking about them and sharing them that's how you also keep the conversation going okay so yeah the question as oh, well yeah um i need to talk about um the what how do i say this can i speak nyanja guys Anyway, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, when ah, I don't know how to phrase this case, I don't know how to phrase this without coming off like I'm firing shots or subbing anyone. So, um, in, mm-hmm. okay, say, um, the timeline yesterday, right? Every, every almost everything was focused on, uh, on the rape culture that. Uh, mostly directed towards women and then you've got guys who just come in they've not done anything the whole day they've just been ignoring the whole topic but then they see it as an opportunity say, oh okay but this also happened to me and they try to make it about them like i don't know that doesn't sit well with me i don't know if i'm just a salty guy who no, no I don't know what, that's very true Listen, as part of have you ever seen or like what 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 are the mystic thoughts? Do you mean, do you mean like they dismiss other people's thingies or they just also put their story in? Is it that they dismiss no, they, it or they, they do not also tell their story? Huh? That's how they say even this happens. Those people say something. Yeah, which okay. is wrong. Okay, not that it's wrong, but I just find it awkward too. No, exactly. You didn't want to talk about you, no. You you mean men? Like it's it's the stories about women, and then men start bringing their stories. Yeah. Okay, so here's a okay here's the thing where I will feel for those men, right? Because in cases men never talk about sexual abuse, right? Men ne- mm-hmm. like you guys never bring it up. You guys never say, guys, just create a thread of men who've been sexually abused. You never talk about it. So you can imagine these men, right? I feel. F- from where I've seen it from, where I would shout at men is where in that sense we're like, yeah, but even men get raped. We are trying to dismiss it. That's stupid. But when you're actually saying, look, guys, even I was raped when I was 16 because they've seen other victims coming out and they realize this is the only chance they have to ever speak out because no one is ever going to listen to them. Like, you have to understand the way sexual abuse works, no one wants to brag about being sexually abused. No one is trying to look for likes unless maybe they are white or they are psychopaths. But being a victim doesn't necessarily give you stars or money or anything. It's a very traumatic 
traumatizing experience. So I feel when you see other men talking like that, maybe for them they feel this is a safe space. And I think that's what you guys have to keep doing. You have to create a safe space for other men to also talk. Yeah, because to be honest, like they, they, they do only come out when it's time, like, you know, to speak on these issues and they're like, well, also men. So I feel they've got nowhere to bring out what they've gone through. The, like you said, the lack of safe spaces for men. If you guys do put it that way, but I, I'm glad Zosa and I share the same sentiment. Things like glory hunting you are. <laughs> You know what I can say? I think I need to log off because I have something to do. But the thing that I'm going to say is you can learn a lot from gay men because gay men are probably one of the biggest supporters of women. They speak out. They constantly, constantly speak out. They help support and they never shy away from the conversation because they also understand that they face abuse and that they see women as human beings and you guys can also learn to do the same. I'd even advise you guys follow a lot of men. But 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 like as as majority of like Zambians are homophobic. <laughs> Where do they even start from with that? First of all they can start by learning and learning their homophobia and be turning into decent human beings. Okay. I was also quite apparently I was also blocked because I'm a homophobe. <laughs> I, I still I still can't believe that to be honest. What did you do? How do you nothing? That's the thing. Um so what, maybe so you just... like this is me. Maybe you laughed at that guys is literally you have to understand that every form of injustice is so intertwined. It's like a white person laughing at a racist joke of a black person saying, ha ha, George, uh, thing, George Floyd was killed. And they make a joke about it and you're like, that is wrong. How dare you fucking say that? How dare you laugh? How dare you like this? And that's exactly why people block you. Because you demean their humanity. So until you're better, you have to be better allies. You can't laugh at homophobic jokes. And then okay with the way you've put it and we still have people on the timeline who watch stuff like the boondocks and you can't tell me people watch the boondocks without laughing stuff like that so like the homophobe thing, like i'll give an example right it, it hurt me because i don't think i've ever okay uh-huh i don't think i've ever like you know okay laughed you know how you say boondocks and laugh right um 10 years ago, I would laugh. There's some things now that I watch back and I'm like, this is so homophobic. This is so misogynistic. This is so racist. Mm-hmm. So the more informed you are, you end up realizing there's some jokes that you just won't laugh at because you yeah, and don't, don't, don't be scared to be informed. Yeah. Like, like, you know, challenge yourself. Don't get scared. Of also... This. Concerning the issue of like things that you may have found funny ten years ago, not finding them funny now, doesn't that mean like people learn and unlearn at their own pace? Like, really, you see that's the thing. To... No, people and un- it's not at your own pace. You unlearn because you want to unlearn. You want to be better informed. 
if you're taking 20 years to unlearn your homophobia, like, especially with the times, times now are very different than they were 10 years ago. Yeah. Now you have information. Mm-hmm. Now you clearly understand. You can't tell me with all this information at the tip. You are not someone who's stuck in the village with no internet. You are not someone who, who's never even seen a phone today. I would excuse someone who's in the village who's never even had access to any information, not someone who's on Twitter 24-7 and you're here telling me, give me 20 years to unlearn because that's the space I'm going to learn at. Okay, continue. go on and learn your corner, but don't interact with me because I'm just going to live with your homophobic shit. That's very, that's a very, very interesting take, I must say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but we've heard. Just, so just be better. You have the ability. To be we were all problematic once, and we can all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but me, I'm not. Good. Thank you very much. All right, thank you. Thank you for taking time. Bye bye. All right, thank you very much, feminist. Bye bye, guys. Me, I'm saying me, I'm not problematic. I'm not like you guys, eh? <laughs> I'm, I'm equally not problematic. Is Sanga still here? Hopefully, hopefully the listeners who are problematic have learned a thing or two. Um, sorry, before we close, because it sounded like a closing, I just have one last question. Um, personally, I tend to be a bit of a pessimist. Something I'm also trying to unlearn and change. But do you guys think we will need to see better days? Gotcha. Do you think us in a generation will live to see better days in terms of rape culture? Days where like it's rare or like the majority of people understand what's right and wrong. Do you think we'll see that those those days where it to come after us? Like uh, our generation thing. Our generation? Yes. <laughs> I think I think change. Change is going to be witnessed in the coming generation. I don't know yeah, about how. Like, but... You know how, our, like, we're different from the way our parents are. Our grandparents are different from our parents. Yeah. So I feel with time, it may not be now or even in the next 30 years, but at some point. As feminists, which puts it, she started of educating men our age or like speaking to men our age. She's focusing on the children. So I think that's what a lot of people should do. But I, 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 I'm a little bit optimistic uh, when it comes to this topic because I feel we, like our generation is much less uh, hard-headed uh, as compared to our parents or our grandparents. I can go to my friend. Uh, say for, for example, right, mm-hmm. um, there was that screenshot circulating uh, where that guy was saying girls who go to uh, parties deserve <laughs> to be raped or whatever nonsense. That that was like, I'm not who took that screenshot. Uh, it was after I posted um, something. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was talking about rape culture on my status, and then he replied to it. So um, after he replied to it, we did have a conversation. I did call him to explain why his think his mentality is wrong, and he did he did tell me he's like, okay, if you put it that way, the way you've explained it, I do get the errors the error of my ways, and uh, even though I might not have been like this, okay, basically he did see where I was coming from. And he's, he has changed, or at least he has claimed to change. So I feel it's it's much easier than me going to my mom and telling her, 
there's nothing wrong with my with my young sister walking around without a chitenga in the house. You do get it's it's a little bit easier for us to for our generation to to get to get to learn uh to learn and unlearn things as compared to the previous generation. So I do feel um maybe in the next ten no not even ten ten is a little too far. The next the next coming months I do feel more people will be sensitized on rape culture and as I do, I don't know who said it on the pod if you sensitize 10 people those 10 people will know 100 people those 100 people will know 100,000 people and we'll, we'll keep on building from there so the only way to go from from here on is up and um I don't think it, it will have to wait for the next generation for things to get better That's on the parents' part, I feel people do help their parents and learn. I, I don't know. Mm. I feel they're even easier than now. Personally, I've had an easier time telling my talking to my parents about these topics than I've had with trying to, you know, talk to my friends maybe on homophobia or the same rape culture. So I don't I don't know how it is for everyone, but I like for example, uh our mom, oh, my mom is like, she's 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 not difficult to talk to. You can you can go to her and explain, say, oh, this and that, this is wrong. But if I want to talk to my uncles about the same thing, they'll they'll they'll, they'll drag me towards the traditional route, and maybe that's how other people's parents are, and that's why that's why it's hard. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. depends on how you live at your place. Yeah, true. How exposed you are. Yeah. and all mm-hmm. that stuff yeah you find it quite difficult for people like you know who only have passports to be open to these things but those with visas who travel you know, yeah. anyway <laughs> anyway guys let's end the pod this is mm, the way really so anyway, yeah, yeah. Thank, so, thank you to uh Anke and or feminist rich and Mumbai's fuck uh for gracing us with their presence and helping and helping <laughs> us understand more on rape culture and sharing their knowledge with us. I don't know if you guys want to add anything. Yeah. Uh yeah, we hope people have enjoyed listening. If you've made it to the end, it's a long one, but an important one. Uh share it with your friends. If you don't just share it, at least have the same conversation with your friends. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, thank you for listening. I know a lot of you haven't even finished. You These are like the credits. The end and listen to the first ten minutes. But uh, we, yeah, we appreciate the time given. Uh, we hope you can, you know, change. You can unlearn. You can learn, and all that stuff. GGs.